You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with us. You know, tonight we're talking about the magic of the Law of Attraction, and I really am into the magic as well as as the science, but there's sometimes we just ignore the magical part of it. And when you get to be uh, my age, you get to look back and see all of the magical experiences happen. And when you start realizing that, that's proof positive that the law of attraction works. So tonight we're talking with Tandy Elisella about the magic behind the law of attraction and she has got some really really interesting life experiences that pushed her into being a phenomenal law of attraction coach as well as a public speaker so you are going to get just a ton of law of attraction information tonight and it's all good and it's all designed to help you realize that, you know, life is pretty incredible. It's very special. And once we can get outside of ourselves and start seeing the life that we're supposed to be seeing, you know, get ourselves away from the pain, get ourselves away from the anger, get ourselves out of our own way, then life become so enjoyable and to me the law of attraction is fun you're playing the game of life and it's not anything to cry over it's something that you can only keep on evolving to the next level when you are a child of two years old of course, you're going to evolve into that child of 10 years old. And that child of 10 years old will, of course, evolve into the 25-year-old, the 50-year-old, to my age. Life is about evolution. And that's what makes it so special. If you don't get stuck in the pain or the problems and you just learn how to trust, which Tandy and I will be discussing in more detail, then life opens up and you too are playing the game of life. That's what the law of attraction is. The higher you vibrate, the higher the response from the universe. So tonight is a great show. I know you're going to love it. I want you to sit back, relax, get a cool beverage and listen to this wonderful commercial on Law of Attraction Magazine. And please remember, Law of Attraction Magazine is always free digitally. You can buy the print copy as well, but it's free to the world. 
that you if you have a tablet or iPad or whatever. So listen to these quick messages and we will be right back with Tandy Elisala. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome, Tandy Elisala, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am so happy to have you on the show today. Oh, Jules, I am honored. I am so excited to be here today to talk about the magic of Law of Attraction. Oh, yes, and there is so much magic to it. And there's a lot of common sense that we sometimes overlook. And we have the advantage, you and I, because we're of the age that we can actually look back over our lives and we can see proof positive that the law of attraction really works magically and then with action, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. If only (laughs) people would uh, grasp that and and learn from us so that they don't have to make the same mistakes yes and and they just need to realize too that the older they um, get the more they progress and the more that the law of attraction and the proof of it all all comes out whereas a teenager might not have the same uh, knowledge uh, with their looking back but in some cases they do, but it just gets greater and greater. And it's wonderful getting to be an older age. I just love it. I wouldn't change my age for anything. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I would not, one of my, one of my daughters one time, she was getting in trouble for stuff and um, you know, little silly stuff. And she said, you don't understand what it's like to be a teenager. And I said, oh dear, oh dear. Not only do I understand what it's like to be a teenager, you couldn't pay me enough to be a teenager again. Because I know it's so hard. It's hard. I wouldn't want to do it. No, no. But they've got an exciting life ahead because of what we're leaving them with the knowledge of the spiritual principles of the law of attraction. So... I, you are a phenomenal law of attraction coach and professional speaker. I just wanted you to maybe tell people, especially our, our younger audience, what was that magical moment that you experienced with the law of attraction that really you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was something bigger that just was amazing. Yes. Whew. I I became consciously spiritually awake, if you call it that, um, when I was going through my divorce with my children's father. Mm. And I 
there there was a, a culmination of events that happened and I just knew it and felt it and it truly was magical jewels. I had been doing some reading and you know a little you know a lot of professional development and spiritual reading and things like that but hadn't actually seen it in action at and up until this one point in uh, around 1999 2000 and I was going through I had um my, well my grandmother had died and ah. and she and I were extremely close and I felt her around me and mm. I smelled her perfume and I felt her touch and um. I knew that there was something greater in that moment I knew there was something greater and at the same time I had gone to Oklahoma for her funeral came back and interestingly enough Jules I had said to my family and to my parents I'm gonna go to grandma's funeral if it kills me <laughs> and it almost did oh Be because I created uh, or I, I got uh, blood clots in my lungs pulmonary embolisms on both sides of my lungs Jules not just one blood clot which can kill you I had them all over oh my gosh and the ER doctor was crying and said you are a lucky young lady to be here right now and in that moment I felt I saw that the lights in the ER room flitter flutter and I smelled my grandma's perfume um. and I felt this overwhelming calmness and I used the power of the mind this is where I really started using the power of the mind and I got the connection between our thoughts and what happens to us the law of attraction you know the right. various steps and and I used that thinking that creative visualization the intention the thoughts to focus on complete and total healing for myself and was able to do that and um, it was quite the journey Jules quite the journey and that is where I really first started to feel the law of attraction in action for me and wow. uh, you know so both from a spiritual perspective a metaphysical as well as just physically you know I, I um, imagined all the blood clots were Pac-Man you know things and Pac-Man is my thing and so I just visualize some people visualize like shooting them or different things and for me it was Pac-Man so I just imagined that my body, you know, all the good cells were eating all the bad and just like choo, 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 gone. And, uh, and, and I he helped heal myself that way. It was, it was really powerful. Wow. So when you were doing that, did you, how did, did you know that because of your grandmother being there that everything was going to turn out fine? Yes. Without question. Yes. So you had no worry, just just focused on healing your body well I certainly did have some worry um, that was induced by the medical community <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I did really feel a calmness and I felt a love and I felt, I just really felt everything was going to be okay. And, and I just knew I needed to stay the course and I needed to help myself, which was focusing my mind on healing the body. Right. Okay. So that's where science is now proving the direct correlation between the power of the mind, the healing of the body. And in fact, you're the only person that can heal your own body. The doctors really can't do that. You're the one that does it as demonstrated by the placebo and nocebo effect, right? That's right. Absolutely. Good. Good. Yeah. So let's get into the magical part. What was there a, a magical moment where you didn't put any action or any thought into it? You simply had a thought and it materialized maybe years later and you were thinking, wow. Yeah. What, what was that? Oh my gosh. There's so many examples. So I'm going to do a couple quick ones. One was really simple, like day to day thing. Um, we were moving. I had a bunch of books, in the, which are my favorite thing, in the back of my car, um, and it was raining like really, 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 really hard, and my back window, my back left window wouldn't roll up, and I immediately, I just, I just sat there and was like, I, I need this window to roll up, like this window needs to come up. <laughs> or else it's going to destroy my books. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I just took a t- couple of deep breaths and then tried it again. And I tried it for like 20 minutes. It wasn't working. And then it, it just did. And I was like, of course, naturally. Um, in another case, I was um, visualizing, um, or I knew I needed money. And this is an important point, Jules, that... I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more deeply about later, but um, when when we have a what, you know, like we need money, we need health, we need a car, we need whatever, and I'll use money as an example because that's a, that's one that that virtually everybody you know can relate to. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I had said, okay, I need five thousand dollars within two weeks, and and I said, okay, I'm just turning it over to the universe. I'm turning it over because I don't know the best way to make that happen, but the universe does. So I focused on the what, which was I need $5,000, and I allowed the universe to focus on the how. Because when we focus on the how, we are limiting ourselves to getting that money in this case, in a specific certain way, we are boxing and limiting the universe. Right. And the universe knows what's in our, for our highest good. The universe knows how to orchestrate this. So I, my um, ex-husband had owed almost $100,000 in child support and uh, hadn't been paying. I had no reason, Jules, to believe that that money was going to come from, from, from there. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, two days before I needed that $5,000, a direct deposit in my checking account for $5,000 was deposited. And it was from their, uh, his, um, 
uh, IRS refund check. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. It wasn't even on a conscious level, so nothing like that that money was going to come from that avenue. And it did. So probably biggest lesson is to focus on the what and trust that the universe has your back and trust and have faith that the law of attraction is conspiring to make it, to, to move the people, the circumstances, the situations, everything in your favor to make it work and to bring about what it is that you, you know, you're desiring. Exactly. And you know, I love the, how the universe will respond to you almost instantaneously. Yes. When you ask a question, all right, give me a sign and make it a sign <laughs> that's not going to just fly on by. You need to hit me right between the eyes with this sign. And one day I was driving down and I was living in Florida, as a matter of fact, and I was driving down the road and my right blinker didn't work. And I said, okay, if it's a yes, do the right blinker. If it's a no, well, it won't work. And son of a gun, the right blinker worked. I'm going, oh, okay, thank you very much. It hadn't worked in a month. (laughs) And there it did. It was just an old MGB, just a convertible. I'm driving around, so it was like an antique, but... It was um, really amazing how when you take the time and just ask the universe the question and said, Get, deliver it to me within 24 or 48 hours and make it so incredible that I can't miss it, then you're in direct contact and you're getting your answer. It's so much fun. Oh my gosh, it is. And Jules, I'm smiling so big because I have a quick story about this as well that is going to just... Uh, you know, our listeners uh, are going to to be like, "Oh my gosh, seriously, Tandy, <laughs> this is this is classic." So I was um, attending a workshop. This is decades ago, attending a workshop, and I was contemplating becoming a coach. And I had asked the universe. I said, "Okay, give me a sign. Not only just a sign. I want to see yellow butterflies. I want to see yellow butterflies." Today, show me yellow butterflies. If I see yellow butterflies today when I leave this conference, then I'll know that I am supposed to be a coach. Now, I leave, I go pick up my son at school, I'm driving into the parking lot of the school, and I see this beautiful white van, I've never seen this van before, and it has big yellow butterflies on the side of the van (laughs) like painted butterflies what did I do Jules I dismissed it I said oh that's a coincidence but that's not a real butterfly that that's that's you know huh that's interesting hmm I picked up my son we go home I get out of the car for some reason I decide to go through the front door instead of through the garage I go in the process of going around. We have some bushes. There are yellow butterflies. Like, I still get like goosebumps. Like, yellow butterflies are surrounding me through this bush. And I still say, oh, well, it's that season. It's spring. Of course they're going to be out. <laughs> Isn't that so, funny? <laughs> oh, my God. So I go in 
my daughter and I are going to an event that night. We, we go, and this woman who, and this is a kind of event where we, everybody knows everybody. Uh-huh. This woman who we had I'd never seen before, neither had the people that I was with because I asked, walks in. She's six foot three. She's got yellow stilettos, a yellow dress, a yellow, big, big yellow hat, a yellow um, uh, <laughs> handbag. Like this woman was exuding yellow like you could not miss her. She was sitting through this event, and immediately after, I was going to go beeline it to her to introduce myself, because I was now curious about the whole yellow thing. And I went, I turned around, I picked up my handbag, I got up, and she was gone. Like, gone. And no one else knew where she went, what happened to her, nothing. Nobody saw her. Jules, it was in that moment, I said, okay. I get it. <laughs> I got the message. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I got it. So th- th- I share that story because it's so classic when people are learning about the law of attraction and they dismiss things. They dismiss the guideposts. They dismiss the signs. They they call it coincidence. They call it something else. And they're not in trust and they're missing the they're missing the magic yes. of what the universe wants yes. you to experience. Yes. And you're absolutely right when you stop you don't trust the situation or the messages. Right. You're missing it all the fun. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And now I can look back at that Jules and be in such immense gratitude. In such immense gratitude that that the universe loves all of us so much and that um that the universe brought me those signs special just for me and that i'm worthy i'm worth it and i am a divine blueprint and that i am here to coach to serve millions of people and i just needed to trust right 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 again going back to the magical thinking it that is the, a a grand part of the scheme and we have to learn when we depend on our inner guidance system and you really really want something right but you can't decipher is it the ego or is it really what i'm supposed to be doing right mm-hmm. so at that time is when you turn around and you said send me a sign because I don't want my ego influencing this. I really want to know if this is right. That's right. That's absolutely right. So that's, and I thoroughly believe in the um, internal guidance system, but it, it, it can't always, for me, I don't know if it's what it stands for, right? Hmm. Yeah, and there's little ways, there's different ways that our internal guidance system works for us. You know, there's um, there's the feeling, mm-hmm. like, ooh, yeah, I feel something, or just a knowing, in my case, like a knowing. There's synchronicities, 
you know, where you go, hmm, that's interesting. You know, there's um, intuitive hits like, um, uh, forget the name for it right now, but um, coincidences, coincidences, right. where you think, wow, you know, I'm thinking about Jules, and then all of a sudden she calls me. Or yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, having tamales for dinner, and this tamale truck just drove by. <laughs> like, you know, it's um, it's those meaningful coincidences, and it's those those different ways that we can receive the messages that our internal guidance system needs to listen to. And that's, you know, we need to understand that it, it, our internal guidance system works for us in all those different ways as like receiving input to, you know, to get that message. Right. So how do you become more in tune with yourself? Uh, I know that you have a couple of key steps that you use. What is it that you could share with the listeners? Yes. So there's a lot of different things that I do. Um, one is, and I talked a little bit about this, is gratitude. I am. I really believe that gratitude is the foundation for developing our greatness. And it is key to living a life with passion, peace, and joy. And gratitude has always been my foundation. So I start with gratitude. I, I am intentional I set the intention of what it is that I want to bring into my life mm -hmm. I um, express gratitude I generally journal but I also have a success jar and I take random pieces of paper every day and I write down at least one thing that went well that day or that I'm thankful for and I put it in the jar oh, and I neat. yep and I and I so I, I give thanks for what I do have because Here's a, a big component, I believe, with law of attraction, that when we focus on that which we already have, that who we already are, um, the, the universe says, ooh, she wants more of this. So if I have, um, you know, $5 and I want $100, I will sit with that $5 and just really be thankful for that $5 and be thankful for what that $5 represents and what that $5 does and, and what that $100 will do. And um, so I ask, you know, for it and say, this is my intention. This is what I, I want. And then I, um, I, Stay, how I stay connected is through meditation, through prayer, and affirmations. I'm a huge proponent of affirmations. Um, and so I will have an affirmation around each goal or intention. So I'm asking, okay, I want $100. I'm declaring $100. Like, I have $100. And I give thanks for what I already have and to allow that. And the key with that, Jules, is to feel it. You've got to really embody the gratitude. You've got to really feel the gratitude. It doesn't work to just say, oh, I'm thankful for this roof over my head. I, I'm supposed to say thanks for three things each day. So I'm thankful for my fan. I'm thankful for my dog. I'm thankful for my room. Boom, I'm done. Like, it's not a task or a to-do. It's something that you are. You've got to just really embody that. And then... 
Um, you you mean like walking around the house and saying, "Oh my God, I love this house. I love yes. the beauty. I love I love everything. I am yes. so thrilled to be living here." Yes. That's the feeling that you're talking about. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. The, it's passionate feeling. It's passionate and it's like almost could give you tears. Mm -hmm. Because you're so thankful. You're so thankful. When you can do that, then the universe says, ah, she wants more of this. <laughs> and, um, and one thing I do to stay connected, as I just mentioned, is affirmations. I have been known to, uh, I call myself the queen of affirmations. I have over 400 of them. I, um, for all different areas of life. I, so depending on what it is, in this case, money, and this example, I will um, write out the affirmations and I will put them everywhere. I'll post them everywhere. And, and I will, you know, just again, sit with gratitude and uh, feel what it will feel like to have that or to be that. Mm. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I just, you know, I journal, I really stay connected to that. And, you know, everything that I do, I really want to come from a place of being of service. Mm -hmm. So when I focus on a money goal, I'm focused on not only what is going to be good for me, but my family, my community, how I'm going to be able to serve others because I have this money. Yeah, I like that. You know, there's so many different ways, but one of my favorite ways about money is that if I have that $5 bill, I give it away. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And and yes. It, the other money just starts flowing in Absolutely. because Absolutely. you just let it go. So what yes. you resist persists and what you let go will actually flow. I love it, Jules. That's perfect. Yes. And money loves speed and money has to circulate. So when we are hoarding that money, if you're hoarding that $5, like it's your lifeline, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is the last $5 I have. Oh my God, I can't get rid of it. Much less like leave it on a, on a chair for somebody like, oh my gosh. Yet when you do exactly what you just said, Jules, that is when that's the magic. That's that, the magic. That's, that's the magic because it's the prosperity consciousness that yes. we, this yeah. world is so abundant and yes. money that we tend to place this huge importance like it consumes our life and yet it's only energy and why are we making it into a god <laughs> i don't know right. it's just it's just exactly. like once you take the importance off of money it's like it, you're able to really let it come in right that's right that's absolutely right Bingo, amen, mic drop, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. No, don't drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's it's like um, it. money has a tendency to keep us in slavery. We keep on working and working, but we're free. We're born free, and right. we don't need the money. We It's our attachment. So if we can detach from it, 
then there's nothing allowing it from stopping. Yes. And you know, Jules, that brings up a great point that a lot of people that I work with have this limiting belief or block that they can't be both spiritual and rich. Good point. And I want to tell everybody right now that not only can you be both spiritual and rich, it is your duty, it is your birthright to be both spiritual and rich. Because what happens is when money is in the hands of people that like us, that are spiritual, that are conscious, that are here to be of service, we can do greater good and bring and elevate the vibration and bring the energy up and lift others up in the process. So money is all money does. It's, it's energy definitely and it. It amplifies who we already are. True. So when we are spiritual, we are going to, it's not like we're going to become unspiritual when we have money. If we are really grounded in that, like we really are grounded in it, we know who we are and we come from that place of service and that place of leaving a legacy beyond ourselves. Then, and we know that abundance is our birthright and that there's never been a spiritual famine. There's never been a health famine. Why would there be a money famine? There's more than enough money to go around for everybody. Exactly. So, yeah. In this day and age, like you turn on or you read the internet and every single day they're predicting a financial crisis. They're predicting disaster. Money is just going to collapse. Your life is going to change. And you know, I've been hearing that ever since I was in grade school. Oh, wow. Every, I mean, it's like, but it never happened, did it? No. Nope. Nope. So what about where we're placing our attention on that lack? Doesn't that really take us down a couple notches vibrationally? Yes. If we believe that junk? Yes. And that's what it is. It's junk. It is. It's absolute junk. Absolutely. And that's where having clarity of purpose, mm. having clarity of the legacy that you want to leave, having clarity around how you want to be of service in this world, having clarity, and then and then having trust, you know, and there's there's um I call it the the a four by four model around trust because trust really everything starts and ends with that and and trust there's four foundations of trust and there's four types of trust so the four foundations of trust are trust in um or the four foundations of trust are um connection Mm. so our connection with other people the connection we have with others it's about credibility what we know, our skills, our abilities, our talents. Um, It's about uh, character Mm. and it's about integrity. Those four things make up trust. And then the four types of trust are trust in myself, trust in Uh yourself, trust in others, trust in life and the process of life and trusting in God, source, universe, energy. And 
when I have been at my worst, when I have been just, you know, health-wise, money-wise, just deep, deep, deep down, and, and at my worst, at my lowest point in life, I really had to dig deep and and trust. I had to trust in those four ways. I had to trust myself, I had to trust others, I had to trust in life, and I had to trust God. And that, honestly, Jules, is that is so foundational. Yeah. It's so foundational because when I trusted in those things and I trusted and, and I was really strong and grounded in my purpose and the legacy that I wanted to leave, that's where the magic, that's where everything came together for me because I knew and I felt and I believed that I was going to be okay. And so that leads us into the really life-changing part of your life of which you had cancer four times. Yes. Four, not four. just once, four. And you opted to take control of the situation. That's right. Instead of doing what the doctor said, and you healed yourself. That's right. That's and absolutely so right. I want you to tell that story because it's mind blowing. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. So, my fourth, the first time I was diagnosed with cancer, I had was uh, married for a year to my second husband. So, on a spiritual level, I really felt like. I looked at that first and I was like, okay, what is that about? Like I had oral head and neck cancer and I'd never smoked, never drank. I, you know, none of that. So I didn't have the risk factors, traditional risk factors. And I realized very quickly that it was about my voice. It was about not using my voice, not feeling like my voice was important, feeling like everybody else's needs uh, and their voice was more important than mine. Um, and, and, and it was stage one, thankfully, so we got it early. Stage two, uh, or the second time it was stage two, uh, I continued to work on my voice, like why am I getting this a second time? The third time um, was also stage two. Okay, you know, surgery, everything's okay. Uh, and then I really thought I got it, you know? <laughs> and then the fourth time happened. And the fourth time I was diagnosed with cancer, it was stage four. Ugh. Yeah, it was much more expansive, extensive, and I needed surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. Now, I had three tumors, and I I did use my own, you know, healing modalities, Reiki, hypnosis, tapping, you know, all the other stuff that I've been certified in and done, you know, many years ago. And, and I went through the traditional routes. And... I did that through uh, intense first round. I ended up with, yes, one tumor was gone, the other two still remained, and I ended up with stage four kidney failure and severe anemia and tons of other symptoms. Um, I, The doctor said, okay, we need to go through round two, and I said, cancel, I'm done, I'm done. Okay. I am trusting in myself 
and my power of my mind to heal and I am trusting in life in the process of life that it has my back and I am trusting in God that this is not the end of my story and I did I healed myself I I um, juiced I, I still wasn't able to eat I ha had a feeding tube and interestingly when 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 one has cancer uh, a very just mind-blowing thing that I have seen over and over again um, both personally and with through clients and friends is that they give you sweets when you're going through treatment uh, yeah which counteracts everything I mean you just oh my gosh seriously cancer loves sugars cookies and because I had a feeding tube I was asking why are you feeding me nutrition that has sugar in it can I get, please get something to give my body the nutrition it needs without the sugar I fought that and fought that and fought that it was crazy Jules it was crazy so nonetheless fast forward I I really, I did the Pac-Mans, you know, I journaled, I prayed, I meditated, I um, stayed really grounded. Um, another thing, Jules, that I did that, that I talk about, um, but I haven't talked about very often, is being with nature. Oh. When I was first diagnosed, I just intuitively felt the need to go in my backyard and do two things. The first was to lay down on the ground and just imagine, visualize, pretend that Mother Nature was healing me and taking all of the cancer cells and dis-ease out of my body and transmuting it. And then the second thing that I felt compelled to do was literally hug the biggest tree in my backyard. And as I did that, Jules, <clears throat> I felt at one with the tree. And then I started observing how beautiful the tree was, how beautiful the leaves were, how beautiful the branches were, how amazing this universe of ours is to, to create such beautiful nature. And, and I really believe that being with nature really was nurturing for me and healing for sure. And I incorporated nature into my, you know, into my regimen, if you will. Um, and, uh, but it, it was, um, it was truly magical to go back into the doctor and get that, that fourth PET scan and have him be like, huh, I'm going to show you like, you know, and it to be completely clear, which I knew it would be. And, wow. and him to say, oh, spontaneous remission. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you can call it that if you want. It <laughs> makes you feel better. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you worked toward that, you knew where you were doing. Exactly. A and if only the doctors today, and some oh. of them do, but if they could get more into the holistic approach, yes. treat the mind, body, and soul, yes. then the healing journey is quite, quite fast and quite good. Yes. And just like you said with nature, what you were explaining to us is grounding yes. and your connection to it. And that grounding is needed for health. That's right. 
we we can't live without that grounding. So, right. and when people, I know, uh, uh, for me, I have to go take off my shoes and go walk in the grass mm-hmm. and just stay in there and get the soil. That's Mother yes. Earth coming up to you. That's right. That's right. And and you knew that you felt it yes. when you hugged that tree. And there's something to be said for tree huggers. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And and the key part here is I listened to my internal guidance system. Mm. It wasn't like I had read a book that nature heals or that nature is a part of the process or anything. I listened to my internal guidance system. Because I was grounded, because I had been connected, because I was with gratitude, because I was, you know, I had the tools uh, and I did it consistently. I just, and I followed my gut. I followed yeah. my gut. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. Again, you're the only person that can heal yourself. That's right. Doctors don't heal. That's and right. I know that's why a lot of medical doctors, Western medical doctors are leaving the field because they're not able to heal and that's the reason why they got into it begin with and a lot of them are turning into holistic practitioners thank goodness thank goodness yes yes i think that's wonderful you know and i don't necessarily i don't blame the doctors i blame the system i blame big pharma i blame the the colleges and universities and the researches research centers and and the government agencies that 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 fund all of this because they you know doctors go through intense training they spend a lot of time and money they value that training and 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 that training is designed to honestly in my opinion keep people sick to keep right. people in disease and to treat the symptoms, not the, not the cause. And doctors don't know better, but as they do know better, more and more are doing better, as you pointed yes. out. Yes. Right. They're they're changing professions, getting yeah. into the holistic side of it, which I think yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. And it really, when you go and have health insurance and you do all these things and everything you're you're simply making the big pharma rich that's right that's right <laughs> and they don't need any more of your money you need your health so there's so many research 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 and find the way and listen to your gut and i'm sure if you c- people who had disease came to you you'd be able to help them tune in to their inner guidance system absolutely yes that's something I teach absolutely I teach it's important to have processes you know and systems in place like you know exercises and and all that kind of stuff but it's also important to to marry it's important to marry you know yeah yeah that's that's so important that's so important now let's talk about uh, you have got a, a free gift for people and it's never be overwhelmed again. Tell us about that. It's a guide to balance. Yes, it's a guide to inner peace and balance. True balance, Jules. <laughs> um, balance can be, you know, can be a negative thing because it's tough when we're out of balance. It's easy to get out of balance. But my free gift is um, has affirmations and healing visualization exercises that 
uh, I have used in my life to help me be uh, get and stay balanced and a few key exercises that short proven exercises that are designed to help you get connected with yourself stay connected with yourself and uh, to increase that self-love and um, and ultimately to be you know to be live your life in balance so I you know encourage everyone to go grab that um, I uh, and where do they get that yes they get that through uh, Tandy Elisala so T-A-N-D-Y E-L-I-S-A-L-A dot com slash free gifts great and I will have that up on my website so that they can see that but that seems like it's absolutely perfect for everyone yes absolutely that is terrific yes Wow. Well, we're almost out of time. Is there one last thought that you want to leave with the listeners? Oh, Jules. Yes. Thank you so much. First, it's been such an honor to be here and share um, with you in this in this space. So I really appreciate the work that you're doing out in the world. Thank you. Um, the thing that I would leave our listeners with is to remember that you are a divine blueprint that you are here for a very special purpose and that at the end of our lives people are going to sum up our life in one sentence maybe two if we're lucky so I really strongly encourage you to pick that sentence now pick it now pick it today not next week not next year not next month not next decade pick it now and once you pick it, what is it you want to be remembered for? What is that legacy you want to leave beyond yourself? I want, I encourage you to take one small step, just one. Everything happens incrementally, very small steps. Take one small step to be that person. I love that. I love that. That is so good. So determine now what you want to be remembered for. That's right. Wow. Very powerful, very powerful. Love it. Well, Tandy, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us this really magical side of the law of attraction. And it's really easy if you just pay attention to the signs. That's right. Love it. That's good. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much, Tandy. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Take care.